Hi everyone, although I should say hi friends, because the topic today is friendship. True friends is the title of the sermon. And I'm taking one aspect of John chapter 15 verses 13 to 14. Let me read these verses to you. Greater love has no one than this, that he lays down his life for his friends. You are my friends if you do what I command. Just two verses, so let me read them again. Greater love has no one than this, that he lay down his life for his friends. You are my friends, if you do what I command. Obviously, this is Jesus speaking to his disciples. Now, we've all got friends, right, of one description or another. But how many of them are true friends? I've got about 5,000 Facebook friends. But when I look down the list of those Facebook friends, I realize I only know a couple of hundred of them, and maybe 50 or so actually qualify in any real sense of the word as friends. The rest I don't know, or they're acquaintance, they're just people within my circle of influence. Now, the months of lockdown that we've been through have helped me to think about a number of things. They've given me time, opportunity to think a bit more than usual. I've been thinking of things like death and life and truth and Friendship. What constitutes a true friend? So, when I thought about it, I had to be honest and conclude that, you know, I've really only got five true friends. Five people that I would count as my true friends. And then the thought occurs, and I wonder to myself, would those five people regard me as being one of their true friends? So that begs the question, doesn't it? What is a true friend? And what does it be to be a true friend to somebody else? Now, clearly I've got my own ideas about this. But I went and had a look at dozens and dozens of uh, internet articles just to see what other people defined as true friendship. Shouldn't surprise me. Shouldn't surprise you. But most of those articles were written by women to other women. <laughs> I have it on the very best authority, the authority of my wife, that women have many friends. Men have just a few. So I shouldn't be surprised that the articles were by women and for women. But they listed qualities like entertaining. A friend must be entertaining. A friend must be nurturing. A friend must be protective and respectful and so on. But those just don't capture what I regard as the criteria of a true friend. So I sat down to describe my seven criteria for being a true friend and having a true friend. Firstly, a true friend wants to spend time with you. And a true friend makes opportunities to spend that time, seeks your company in one form or another, and consistently makes an effort to do this. Secondly, a true friend talks to you about things that matter doesn't just skirt over the how are you now I'm fine, what do you have for breakfast, I had this, where are you going today, how are the kids, etc. might start that way, but then talks to you about the things that really matter in your life, in his or her life, and in life in general. Thirdly, a true friend converses rather than lectures. You know, some people just lecture other people when they talk. It's not a dialogue, it's not a discussion. But a true friend doesn't do that. A true friend is not interested in you just as a pair of ears to, to listen. Never lectures. 
And more than that, never regards you just as a source. It doesn't come to you to have your company because they just want something all the time. No. The thing they want, really, is you. Your company. Your attention. Next, a true friend asks questions that express genuine interest in you and your life. Your friends, your family, your job, your dreams, your aspirations in your life doesn't just tell you stuff about what he or she is doing, but wants to know, where are you at, my friend? Then a true friend never ever betrays a confidence. You can tell a true friend anything, they will not tell anybody else. You don't have to say, uh, just keep this between you and me, by the way, the normal prescription for making sure it gets broadcast, right? No, a true friend won't do that. And what is more, when you share a confidence, a true friend will not judge you, will not hold you up to the court of judgment about what you've just shared. Second last, a true friend sticks with you in all circumstances, particularly when it gets tough. A true friend will be with you in whatever way he or she can during the really tough moments in life. And lastly, a true friend is happy with you when you succeed. And he's happy with you when good things happen in your life. True friendship, though, is bi-directional. It works in two directions simultaneously. To, to have a true friend, I must be a true friend to that person. So I need to evaluate my own qualities as a true friend. I need to ask the question, how, how true a friend am I? And if I fall short, perhaps then, those that I regard as my true friends don't see me in the same light, if I'm not meeting my own criteria for true friendship. Okay, so much for my opinions. But what did Jesus Christ say about this matter? Well, you know, as a kid, I used to go to a little Methodist Sunday school, and one of the songs we sang often was, what a friend we have in Jesus. Those of you over the age of 60 refrain from bursting out into song right now, but I'm sure you remember it. What a friend we have in Jesus. Is this just a, a song lyric? No, it's a biblical truth. One of the biblical evidence of this is the text I read to you just now. John 15 verse 13 says, greater love has no one than this that he laid down his life for his friends. So, Jesus is my friend. He died for me. He meets all the criteria I could ever think of, my seven plus more, of what a true friend is. He is certainly my true friend. Hmm. But am I his true friend? Am I a true friend to him? Well, to answer that question, I need only go on to the very next verse in this passage, because he says this, You are my friends, if you do what I command. Hmm. So he seems to have at least one more criteria than I do for true friendship. You see, Jesus and I are not equals. We're not buddies. He's my king. He's my Lord, he's my Saviour, he's my mentor, and I 
serve him. He is my king. I'm his citizen. He's my mentor. I'm his disciple. Yes, he is a true friend to me. But he's a king that's a true friend. And I'm not. Therefore, obedience is really required if I'm to honour him and acknowledge who he is and be his true friend. Okay, so if I don't command, if I don't do what he commands, then I can't really be his true friend. And guess what is the first thing that he commands me to do, us to do? He says in John 13, 34, This command I give to you, that you love one another as he has loved us. <laughs> the very first thing that I need to be obedient in is to pour out my life like he did to other people, to be a really true friend to other folk. So where's all this going? Well, my rather solemn conclusion, personally, that I drew from the study, was that perhaps one of the reasons I have so few true friends around, you know, it might be that I'm just boring or something like that, but certainly one of the reasons that I have so few, only five true friends, is maybe it's because I have not been a true enough friend to others. And here's another reality check, folks. True friendship takes decades to develop. It doesn't just spring forth supernaturally out of nothing. No, we have to work over a long period of time, decades and decades, to develop the kind of relationship that others would regard as true and that I would regard as a true friend. So for me, at least, I'm 72 years old, it's highly unlikely that I'm going to have the time to make new true friends in this life. But I can focus on being a true friend to those who I count as true friends. This I can do. Maybe you have got lots of time. Maybe you've got time to make true friends. And maybe that needs to be a focus for you and for me. Now, lockdown restricts what we do. We can't entertain, we can't run around, we can't do all that stuff, but we can communicate. There's no prohibition on communicating. We can use Zoom and Skype and WhatsApp and SMSs and videos and voice messages and whatever. We can communicate during this time. We can practice the use of the tools that we have to develop and retain true friends. Now, everyone, Christian or non-Christian, I believe, needs to have and retain true friends. But for Christians, it's particularly important. Why? Because friendship doesn't end at the grave for us. We go on in eternity. If we know and love the Lord Jesus, if we're born again of His Spirit, and if our true friends also know him and love him and are born again of his spirit, then we will continue on into eternity with each other. The only thing we can take through the grave from this life to the next is friendship. And even in the here and now, right now, in the context of church, in the context of family, in the context of society, relationships and good relations are the binding agent that holds the church together, that holds society together, that holds families together. 
It is the ingredient of healthy communal living in whatever form. But it goes even further. For Christianity is not, in essence, a religious system or even a worldview. No, Christianity is based on a relationship, a true friendship relationship with Jesus Christ as Lord, Saviour, Friend. And through him, in and through him, Christianity is based on our relationship with each other, first with fellow Christians, and then beyond that in ever-increasing circles out into the world. Christianity is relationship, it's friendship-based, not religion-based. So, surely then, our relationship with others, but particularly with Jesus Christ, needs to be our focal point. You see, everything is in and through him. Therefore, it is our friendship to him that really matters above everything else. We must focus in on him as our true friend and being a true friend, and then everything else falls into place as a result of that. So the question, of course, is how true a friend am I then to the Lord Jesus Christ? <laughs> but I can't leave the matter there. I must end differently. You see, no matter how we mess up, no matter how far short we fall, Jesus will always be our true friend. He will always meet those seven criteria of true friendship and beyond, now and into eternity. Consider the second verse of that lovely little song, What a Friend We Have in Jesus. Listen and refresh your memory as I end with the second verse. It goes this, like this. Have we trials and temptations? Is there trouble everywhere? Mm -hmm. We should never be discouraged. Take it to the Lord in prayer. Can we find a friend so faithful? Who will all our sorrows share? Jesus knows our every weakness. Take it to the Lord in prayer. So God bless you and be with you. Friends. Bye for now.